Hello, Chicago. Hello, Chicago. Hello, Chicago. I'm Danny. I'm Oscar. And I'm Edwin. And we, we are, are The, the Fuck, Fuck Ups. Ups. We're all swirling our drinks here. Kind of just like in a pool. Danny's looking for markers. Yes, I'm looking for different colors. But specifically paint markers. Right, right, right. Because I'm trying to do this. So Edwin and Danny are like the graffiti artists and so um, I can't draw for shit. So yeah, that's that's that. <laughs> that's <fine. laughs> what is that on your shirt? Is that a yellow? What is that? What the fuck my, is that? My, my daughter. Oh, your daughter. Oh. Yeah, that's your joke. Joke. I think that's your cool Wait. <laughs> nah, it looks like it looks like some vomit to be honest. Yo, with you. Yo so like, shit, so she called the baby food and shit. The baby food word. Yeah, so she like she gets like that, and then I carried her and she was like, <laughs> "Hey, all right, all right, hey." So okay, so I see we're recording. Yeah, we so, are. I mean, I see recording, so we might as well just get into it. Might yeah, well I just kind of play it. If anything, I can trim out anything, whichever I feel like is uh, it, uh is a good starting point for the podcast. I'll just cut it in right there. Alright, well since we're starting, I guess we might as well just take this shot since this is the first shot for the beginning of the podcast. So cheers. So cheers, 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 cheers to the first right. to the first episode to success. I took too much to get here. <laughs> to the fuck us. This is what we are. Yep. Okay. So should I just go first? Mm-hmm. Alright. So <clears throat> I'm Daniel. Danny. Um, I'm 26. Uh, fuck up in a way, not a total fuck up. I'm good, you know. That's just, you know, I guess the cliche. Um, again, I'm 26. Uh, culinary background, uh, European background. Born in Europe, grew up in Chicago. Moved to Chicago three years old. Um, yeah, got into cooking from my mother and my father both. European background, both cooking, both wanting to teach me, I guess, as one of the essentials of growing up. Um, maybe want to get into culinary school. And then I guess now we're in COVID and of course I'm struggling. <laughs> so I guess that's what growing up in food got me. Um, but I don't know. I can't complain because who knows how long this will last. And hopefully one day I'll get to do my food truck pop up, whatever the hell the idea ends that up being. That's a great idea. I know. I just, it's like, I don't know. It's because like you got a, you got a food truck, but then the, the pop up, you don't want your clothes to smell like food. Yeah. That's so true. So like. You gotta, I don't know, I guess I, I still got a lot of planning to do. I still got a lot of contemplating, brainstorming, but I don't know. I guess you could, you guys could help me. That could be a topic in a future episode or something. That could absolutely be a topic for sure. And, um, you know, him being, uh, uh, Edwin being an at home cook for his, for his children and me also having a culinary background, like that, that would definitely be something interesting to do. I mean, pop-ups are already big, and pop-ups are a really useful way to still get money in the culinary field during a pandemic. And um, 
Because I've seen a lot of people do food trucks. So I have a buddy named Saul. He has a he runs a food truck with his landlord actually. That's awesome. And like that, that gets some pretty good business. But they also get shut down because they don't have permits and shit. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of vendors out here that are street vendors and they don't have permits. Yep. That's, That's the one thing. thing about it. Yeah. I don't know. But the question though, like being um, from Bosnia and having came into this country when you were three years old, like, yeah. do you ever want to go to Bosnia and actually like explore and like get into your culture? Yeah, I'm just too broke. I, I understand <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, being my age in this day and age, I just I don't have like twelve hundred round trip dollars for going back seeing my family. I still keep in touch with them through Facebook, through WhatsApp and stuff like that. Um, cause WhatsApp. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm new to the whole thing, but I'm pretty sure it's like international texting. Um, but I still keep in touch with them through that. I've just I've never been back. I've never been. I came here when I was three years old. Never been back. No, I came here when I was two years old. I moved to Arizona when I was, when I was three and to Chicago when I was four. Um, I've never seen my family. I mean, like I've never seen like, like any, physically. Yeah. Besides, like my mom, my dad, and my sister. I've never seen anybody else in my family besides like them since yeah. I was like two years old. Have you seen them through FaceTime? Uh, yeah. Okay. Through FaceTime and like Skype and stuff like that. Yes. That's so crazy that we have the technology that we can access and like see people. Luckily, like, from, yeah. Luckily, I could barely yeah. understand anything they're saying though, since I'm like barely fluent anymore. Oh wow! I I can barely catch on to anything they're saying. What's that language that they speak? Um, my dad. Um. Bosnian and then my mom Serbo-Croatian. It's a mix of Serbian and Croatian. Okay, it's so, just so. a little bit of like tweaks, like a tweak with the words, and just like a little yeah. bit of different enunciation on certain words. So Bosnia has their own language in Bosnia. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. I never even knew that the language. Yeah, like, man. There's there's so many dialects out there that I just don't know about, and it's like they, and it's interesting to like learn. Like, oh my god, you know, you would never think like so many things are a language. I know. You know. I want to try to get it back, but it's just. I don't know. Yeah. So, Edwin, why don't you tell us something about yourself? Uh, To start off, I'm not from Chicago. I'm actually from New York, born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, I've been through a lot of places and been through a lot of things and shit. So, you know, whatever happens, you know, that's the type of person they make you as you get older. So, I'm a father of three. I have two, two little boys and a little girl. Um, let's see. And certain right now, currently, I've been laid off too. Oh man, that's yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah, me too. So I am as like, well. So like like you said, you know, with like crisis that's going on. Like everybody's going through a hard time. You know, like we're not alone in this situation. We can definitely find help, and you know, <clears throat> eventually get to where you need to go. But at the same time, it's not just gonna come to you when you're just sitting here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, like, it's easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. Like they say, it's easy to say. Yeah, and that's that, that, that's a that's such a that's so unfortunate that you had to get laid off uh, working at Gibson Italia, and that that really sucks. Cause that I bet that was just oh, yeah, such a cool job working. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it was because yeah. it's similar to like me working at Gibson Steakhouse. Exactly. It's just a different yeah. branch, but I yeah. know it's a good place to work at. That's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. 
It's a great brand uh, or branch of wrestling. <laughs> I just miss my job. Look, I even got its sweater right here. Yeah, I see that. Gibson, you have the Gibson oh, wow. tie. Yeah, uh, yeah dude, this shit yeah. keeps me warm as fuck, bro. I'm dressed I like bet it fly does, man. up in that bitch and shit with my corbata. <laughs> I be looking like nonchalant and shit and shit, nice. bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what's it called? And recently I had to cut off my head because that shit's unfortunately getting too long. Remember that? Yeah, I remember it, dude. So, when, like, when I came back to Chicago after so long of traveling, I, I saw that you had a. <gasps> you had so, so long hair and I was like what the fuck like, I didn't even I, I didn't think you were going out of your hair like that dude I grew it out that, that was awesome man. I grew it out that was awesome but I, but I mean like it, it, like it was it was about time because like it started getting annoying like really really annoying and shit so, yeah like, I feel you I gotta say too and that's it man. well I'm Oscar uh, I'm from Chicago but grew up in Southern California, um, but always back and forth between Southern California and the city. <clears throat> and uh, I also have a lot of culinary uh, field background, but was unfortunately also laid off due to the pandemic. I uh, came back to my home city of Chicago about two months ago due to some unfortunate events. And uh, I had always been friends with Danny, uh, I mean, with, uh, with Edwin here. And because we worked together in a restaurant, and he had had told me like his graffiti aspirations and how he wanted to be a psalm, and so like we we me and him just looked at each other at the restaurant, and I was like, if there's anybody that knows what's going on in this in this hectic ass restaurant, it's that guy. <laughs> so we, we we me and him just clicked, and we were always friends, and. Uh, I recently just met Danny working at a place called the Soup Box and uh, <laughs> Soup Box. It's a cool spot, but they fired my man's and it's some bullshit. But you know it's what? Okay. We can we can look past Watch it. Watch me get my job back. We can look past it. I I want to get my cooking job back, man. Oh man, me too. So much like I miss cooking. I miss being on the line. I miss saying yes, chef. Behind you. Can I get it all day? Uh, I'll, I'll get that on the fly, chef. I miss all that stuff, you know. And I, I'm sure, I'm sure you miss being a, a food runner and learning about being a psalm and like you know, and just observing the front of the house. I, I, I like you know, I bet you miss it so much. Hell yeah, I really don't miss Gibson because <laughs> being a state cause you had to deal with a bunch of shit too. You know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. Being a minority, meaning that I'm Mexican American. Yeah. So it's Oscar and. And I'm a minority yeah. as well. Huh? Yeah. I'm an immigrant. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like you were saying too. So, uh, so I count. Yeah. I yeah. count. You definitely. But count. it's okay. I'd rather, I'd rather be on this <laughs> side than the other side. Would you really though? Like, yeah. Honestly, I would. Yeah, because of the skin, right? I mean, well, it's the just like I don't skin, know, cause what? like most like. <laughs> It's the first episode I'm I'm putting I don't know, I just feel like like I'd rather be I don't know, I've been through a lot, but it's like I'd rather have gone through everything that I've been through at this age and be as humbled as I am than like be entitled and like all this. Yeah. Like a lot of people I'll just keep it at that. I'll just say people. Just like a lot of people feel entitled. I'd rather be humbled by life and have gone through life struggles and be more knowledgeable about a lot of things instead of being on the opposing side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so that's my that's my take on that. I'm an innocent bystander. I stick to it. I'm an innocent bystander. I'm legally blind. <laughs> I'm legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how I feel about it. Or 
Word. Nice juice water. Already. Thank you. I appreciate it. Got you, bro. That's from got me this. Nice. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, oh. Tell, tell us about that. What? About uh, about your best friend. I hear you talk about your best friend Lewis? a lot. And I know, and I know he uh, he recently passed away. I'm sorry about that. But um, yeah, my uh, my best friend passed away earlier this year in February. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it's funny. I lost my job, so like I didn't lose my job because I, the job that I was working before COVID, I was making great money, benefits, everything. But I didn't lose it because of COVID. I lost my job because they scheduled me the day of my best friend's funeral and I told them I wasn't going to go in and they didn't let me take off. So I was like, look, like I'm not missing my best friend of 15 years funeral mm-hmm. to come to work. Yeah. So I was like, I'm sorry. So they were short hand. So yeah, they fired me for going to a funeral instead of work. Wow. Which I don't know. To me, I feel like that's, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's understandable. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable on both parties because being in a fine dining restaurant like, is very hard to to take to take days off because like these these people are so devoted to the crafts and they they take absolutely no days off. Mm-hmm. You know, these these people work holidays and that's what they're known for. You know, is their yeah. is their hard work. But it's also understandable on your side, like a best friend of fifteen years. Like that's not like just somebody that you were acquainted with and you know hung out with every now and then and you know it's like this person like you no that was my guy yeah that was my best friend you know like uh we hung out daily exactly usually every day after work because he lived over in brighton park on the south side yeah so usually every day after work i just go hang out at his house get high stuff like that chill listen to music that's who like the mutual like juice world connection came from but yeah so that was unfortunate i just feel like it's unfair like in this day and age to fire somebody over something like that i don't know i wouldn't personally if i was somebody's boss fire somebody over that yeah but i don't know you got to think about it also from their perspective but i was working at a smaller place like 60 70 covers tops like it was like that's so little for a restaurant it's a uh it, it was a boots i mean it still is there they opened back up because of covid i think they might have closed back up because of the lockdown yeah but, but the um, restaurants makes me want to go to a restaurant right i know yeah man. kind of a little bit <laughs> yeah, but cool. yo, we yeah. gotta we gotta see how late that taco place is open in a second <laughs> oh yeah that's true i'm, I'm down, down i'm down as fuck to go get tacos um, for sure but man it was like a little boutique like they sell like vintage chanel and like vintage louis vuitton and stuff like that Word. so like they got like three four thousand dollar bags for sale it's in the gold coast yeah shout out shout out space 519 you know i'm Word. still on good terms with everybody you know i i didn't Still friends with the head chef. Was Word. just texting him a few days ago. Shout actually, out. I actually like Gold Coast, man. Gold Coast yeah. is a very nice area. Rest in peace, FBG Duck got killed in the Gold Coast. Oh, so, wow. you know, that's also unfortunate. But, yeah, Gold Coast is very, very prominent, very great area. I remember you were talking about that, like, FBG Duck. And I, I was I, working I don't know that, that day. The, the Chicago rapper, he, um... King Von? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, basically it was because of the King Von and FBG Duck thing, because King Von being a BD, FBG Duck being a major GD, it was a, it was a beef thing, so, uh, Duck, I heard, basically got killed because Dirk and the BDs put a million dollars on his head, and so, uh, I was actually working, like, two, three blocks away from that, because he got killed on, like, Oak Street, and I was working on Chicago and Wells at Foxtrot yeah. when that happened. And uh, 
I saw it on the news and I actually got a notification on my app on my phone on my citizen app and I was like wait what because I got a notification about a shooting and then I see on the news that Doug got shot yeah. so I was like holy shit because uh I guess he was shopping at like Versace on Oak Street or something or Gucci and two Tahoes two black Tahoe SUVs pulled up and four like masked up gunmen with AKs just got out and shot him and two two other people up like literally in the Gold Coast right across the street from Gibson's from Gibson's Steakhouse yeah so it was you know it's a major it was a major game banging thing Uh, uh, Vaughn didn't even get killed like in retaliation to that it was uh it was another thing with him and somebody else right yeah you would think that he got killed uh, because of that but no it was actually a total freak thing because he didn't even have any type of protection on him yeah yeah that's insane man yeah and like that that's crazy how like you would think like people who live in the gold coast would be like oh like i'm safe like nothing would ever happen is yeah. necessary but chicago rappers are like or like or like no i shouldn't even say chicago rappers let's say like chicago uh gang affiliated people mm-hmm. like really don't care what area they're in exactly. with it like 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 if you're if that person is there something's gonna pop up there at that place you know it's mm-hmm. not like oh like we're on gold coast right now like i can't i can't do this I'm not in my my neighborhood to be doing this. Like no, like they don't care. They're, they're like Chicago is my neighborhood. Yeah. All of Chicago is my neighborhood. Yeah, and you know, so like that's that's crazy to see because um, I know I know I know from my experiences of traveling, like a lot of other places don't like that mm. at all. Like a lot of other places are like oh no, like they like, kind of like wait for another person to pop up in their hood and then you know yeah. gonna pop up. <laughs> And like, uh, like you, Edwin, like being from New York, like how do you, how do you look at all this, all the Chicago rapper, all this uh, Chicago gang shooting uh, situations that that happen? Uh, ever since I got here, bro, I've seen an enlightenment of what kind of goes on down here. And being from New York and shit, you don't see that shit. Really? Oh, as a matter of fact, yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll, yeah, because cause out here, I told Oscar this many times. I tell to the Chicagoans of here, everybody that's listening to the Chicagoan, mm-hmm. like, I tell these New Yorkers that, like, hey, yo, like, if you ever go to Chicago, man, you better act yourself up real together, because if not, people, people are going to know that you're from out there. <laughs> yeah. And being a New Yorker, you're very anxious and shit. You're very cocky. You're very confident and shit. You know, you see a lot of bullshit that can get you killed. And out yeah. there, the, the most you, they'll probably just fucking snuff you in the face. And be like, what you say, motherfucker? Like, they'll just snuff you right there. you but like, whoa, what the fuck? Out here. And then, yeah. boom, they, they, they start, like, you know, fucking you up and shit. And uh, <clears throat> out here, hell, now you just straight get it. <laughs> ya comenzó el show. Yes, yeah, sorry, yes, sorry. <laughs> this is the fuck ups. El Our show. brand new podcast. Yes, sir. Took too much to get here. It was kind of a weird period where I kind of felt like this wasn't gonna happen. I feel like you, you guys probably felt that way too. Timo, to be honest, you took your time trying to do this. I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I did really take my time. I wanted everything to come out, like, not perfect. I know everything's not going to be perfect. But I just wanted things to come out, like, as best as possible. Oh, yeah, and I feel that, you know, you've been working towards this. You know, you've been talking about it. And, you know, you've been keeping humble and shit. And, like, where we are, this is our first time starting this. And, you know... Like, man, not a lot of people do that. They just talk a lot of shit, and then, you know, they never end up doing what they need to do. 
Yeah, which is like I've done that with a lot of other things in terms of like like photography. Like I used to say I want to make beats and all this shit, and like I up and dropped those like really fast. And this was one thing why I didn't want it to be like that. Like I was like, all right, if I'm gonna do this, like I have to do it. Like I can't just say like I'm gonna do it. I have to do it. But it took some time because I I originally wanted to start this podcast with another co-host mm-hmm. uh, before you two, and that I quickly saw that it wouldn't have worked out at all. Mm-hmm. So then I met and I was, when I met Danny, I was like, yeah, for sure, that guy would be really good on a podcast. And then I started with living with you. Wait, who? Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so then when I started living with with you, Edwin. That's why I was like, man, this guy would be good on podcast too. So this guy's like, hot. This guy's so hot. I was like, oh, yes. I, I gotta have him on my show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I gotta see that guy with his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his shirt off pictures, man. Man, that's cool, cabron. I feel like I feel like that was everybody, first of all. Um, yeah. Damn, y'all going ham on this uh, graffiti, though. <laughs> Me? Yeah, oh, I, wish, I wish the audience could see this and it was a videography, but I mean, both y'all. How about this? How about we um, put it? We, how about we put up our podcast along with a picture? And you know, be like, hey, hey, if you guys want to check out the graffiti that we were talking and or mentioning about earlier, you know, check our profile pic of our first podcast. Or yeah. Now, what now? I'm in this. And they were, holy shit, this is this is what we did the day that we decided to do our very first podcast. That'd be a very very cool idea. And right. that's and that would be like memory lane and you know when we go back to it and you're mm-hmm. just like, Oh wow, this is our first time yeah. that we did. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, totally dope. yeah. So like Ooh. uh talk about like your um your first uh, graffiti experiences and like how you came up as a graffiti artist in, in New York. So basically, I was always around graffiti no matter what. As a child, you know, graffiti is a really huge part of New York, especially when graffiti first evolved. It, it all evolved on subways, on trains, you know. And at first, it was just a bunch of, a bunch of writing, you know, just like regular bills like Tim and others like Rex and whatever. And then they started making up um, names, you know, that, that it was just like, like, you don't get to see these names very often. And, you know, they start adding the letters. I mean, letters, my bad, numbers. And those numbers represented, like, that was his address of where he lives. For example, like, uh, uh, there, there, there's a couple of names like Phase Two, you know. There's Dondi, you know. R.I.P. Them too. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a big part of New York um some subway art. And um, Gimas, uh, there was a lot of other artists that I can't really think about. I can't really, you know, bring them to the top of my memory. But um, cause I'm so fucking high. <laughs> Bad off. <laughs> Anyways. Let's just say, like, the graffiti, the graffiti scene is really huge in New York. Yeah. That's, that's part of its heart. That's not I'm part of it. Really yeah. And so, what's it called? And then it started evolving into, like, bubble letters, straight letters, and the arrows, and then circles, and stars, and colors, and shades, and shadows. It started evolving to the point where you can't even see an inch of steel from the train because it was covered up in paint. Big pieces, murals, and, and just, like, Peace, beautiful pieces, you know, and they all told the story too. Like we can search up right now, or you can search it up wherever on whatever platform you decide to, you know, uh, search for. Because technically, personally, I don't like to use Google. I'm searching. Yeah. I use uh, Ecosia. 
Something like that. They uh, plant they plant a tree every time somebody uses their search engine. Oh, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah, so I'm just like, you know what? <sighs> Even if I'm lied to, I, that still makes me feel good about myself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just giving my dollar to Google or whatever. You should really look into that and like see if you're getting lied to. Yeah. You know, but I mean, at the same time, it's kind of it's kind of hard. Cause all these search engines, like which one can you trust? So nah, but yeah, yeah but yeah. you know, like I was saying, you know, switch up some pictures, and you'll see a lot of pictures. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? Me growing up, when I was born, I was born in '98. That's when the that's when the subway, the subway um art era. That's when it all died. It was been dead already because you know they started bringing in the shiny, the shiny um, silver metal old trains, mm-hmm. and you know whenever somebody wrote on it, they would uh automatically clean it off, you know, and um, the 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 charges went up, the security went up because because back then they didn't have no fence, no securities, there's just nobody. You can literally walk into the yard and say train yards. You know we're talking about like the '60s, and the '70s. 80s and then you know 90s and when the 90s hit um, stop you know there was no more graffiti but you know people still wrote on graffiti on the fucking trains and everything you know they still did it just to try to keep the culture alive yeah they just kept getting bugged you know they weren't they weren't being seen you know they were just suspended they were put in a in, in, in the yard or whatever so that way they can get cleaned up and um so I saw it, and, and from, from, and from what's it called, being from trains, it went straight onto the streets. Nobody really believed that the, that the, that graffiti was going to keep on, because, you know, because of these trains, you know, they've been, they've been chained, like, they're cleaning it up, there's no more fame for us, until the graffiti went onto the streets, and the people just started hanging everywhere. And then the more spots you had, the more you were seeing, highways, um, billboards, trucks, neighborhoods, uh, you know, on the train lines on top where they go above ground, yeah. they have a bunch of roofs and you, uh, all the roofs are spray painting, graffiti, everybody gets up there and you know, like, some people die doing this. Yeah, absolutely, I, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. Some people yeah, actually no, I'm actually aware of that. Like, I, I know a bunch of people here in the city of Chicago who have, who have died doing this stuff and like, um, a big one here in this area is a guy named Wake and you can still find some of his work around and he basically there was this whole thing that happened with his baby mama and his best friend his best friend ended up had, uh, killing him in the long run what? yeah best friend? yeah and it was it was really fucked up man and that happened when i was like 16 years old Damn. yeah so yeah. that was in um anyways bottles up to that i'm pouring myself a cup of oh, surprise yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah Anybody that, that happened around like 2016 ones? 2015 probably yeah i mean yeah, dude. So like, I actually met a couple of um met a couple of people who said that all oh, that you know they they finished with graffiti because of what they've been through. Yeah. And there was this one time I will not forget. I think I was like 15, 16 years old. I was in high school. I went with a friend. We went to Flushing Meadow Park in Queens. Yeah. Went to the handball court all the way in the back, and we were playing. And I decided to take out my book and do some graffiti. And I'm, and 10 minutes or 15 minutes into my graffiti, as I'm drawing, uh, this dude was like, hey man, I like graffiti, what's your tag? And I showed him, you know, 
And then he started talking to me, saying that he was a graffiti artist too, but not artist, but he was a writer. And when I be what I mean by writer is that he was out there writing on shit, right? Writing on vans, walls, garages, walls, everything, everything, anything that he can write on, he's just a writer. Yeah. You know? And he told me that he used to go all the way to the tunnels of the trains. You know how out here in Chicago, you guys have the colored trains and they go some, some of them go underground? Yeah. They have a lot of trains out there in New York as well that go by numbers and letters and colors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, and in their tunnels, for every flashlight that you see in the tunnel while you're passing, the flashlight automatically, um, um, it's called brightens up, lights up a wall, and there's somebody tagged on it. J A. He he he. Fucking been on all fucking subways. There's a lot of fucking, a lot of people, a lot of people that have been down there. Really? Yeah, dude. So many, so many countless of people go there. But at the same time, like you also gotta be careful because you know cops always be there. You know, a couple cops. They're always in the train station because they know something will go down there. Yeah. This is New York. This is the city that never sleeps. True. So. Things are constantly happening. Do you do you really think Chicago? I mean, uh, not Chicago. uh, New York is the city that never sleeps. No, it is. Really? You want to know why? Because let's say you work, right? Give give me give me give me any basic any basic route um work routine, like from what time to time? Any basic work routine? Yeah. Uh, Regular nine to five. Nine to five, cool. Let's say you go to work from nine to five. Yeah. You see in the morning you take the train to wherever you need to go. Obviously this pack fucking train's packed yeah. at that time. And then when you come back at five it's even worse. We're probably the same thing. <laughs> and then you know, like around eight o'clock there's still people coming out but there's not mm-hmm. as many people, right? And then from eight o'clock to twelve PM, you know, that's when the all oh, the ghetto folks come out, you know, the bad people. Yeah. You know, crackheads and drug users, gang bangers and shit, people people everything everything that you can think of. And then from twelve to three, you have um people either going to work already or coming from work. Mm-hmm. And on top of that you still got crazy people there. And then from one to three, okay, same shit. And then from three to four, you have people coming back and you got people going to work already. It's four and they gotta be somewhere by five. Shit, the sound like Chicago. Bro, it's yeah, always, it's, honestly, like, I, I feel like Chicago is also a city that does. Yeah. And I Crackheads out all night. Yep, exactly. We, we Our friends crack- going to work all hours of the night. Yeah. And you know what's crazy too is that out here in Chicago, a lot of people go by cars, right? You yeah. rarely see people walking down the street. Yeah. Over there, there's always people. Bro. When I first came out here and I was on my, I was on my first car ride. I've seen nobody, bro. Nobody, nobody was yeah. on the sidewalk, and, and we were just on the fucking streets. You know, it's dead, and it's completely dead, 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 dead. Yeah, and everybody does like to drive right here for sure. It's like, it's like me. Like I just, you know me. Like I ride my bike everywhere I go, and I mean eventually I'll get a car, but. Definitely not right now, but yeah, everybody likes to drive right here, and it's, it's so pointless because they'll just go like, a couple blocks and stop, yeah. and go a couple blocks and stop, and not find parking when you get home. Exactly, and like, parallel parking is a bitch, and and there's so many like small gangways or like, alleyways that like you can definitely get either you're stuck in or you can hit a turn on one of those. On one of those uh, alleyways, and then end up hitting another car. Mhm. Sure. And over there in New York, there's a lot of traffic. 
everywhere yeah. you go. But they say, oh, how bad is New York? I say that, okay, you like to drive, right? You like to drive to Chicago, it's easier, you know, you get more flow and whatnot. Over there, you got to think about it this way. Chicago has approximately, if I'm not wrong, 5 million people living in the city of Chicago. Meanwhile, New York has 8 million people. And so, when you, when you think about it over there being overcrowded, you got to think there's more publication, more public transit. I mean, there's buses out there that go on a, on, you know, very, 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 uh, uh, constant routine. You know, they come every two, three minutes, that was five minutes, you know. Uh, you have a bunch of train lines out there too, so tunnels and everything, sewers. Uh, what's it called? You have a lot more cab drivers. You have a lot more school buses. You have a lot more people going to work at the same time. Yeah. And you got, uh, and it's very commercial, you know, because New York is very, very, very commercial. So you obviously have small businesses getting deliveries from big trucks and trailers, you know, and there's just so much space in the streets of New York. You'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's almost like you you feel claustrophobic just being outside because there's so many things that's going on and people, you know, mind their business is just walking straight. I promise you, if you ever go to New York, this is exactly what you're going to see. You're going to see all these people. you see all this traffic. You're going to see constant moving. It just does not stop. I feel like I wouldn't like that very much. Because, exactly. Like, you um, wouldn't like it because out here, you're just so used to, like, not seeing people come or on the block. Yeah. Over there in New York, you have everybody on the block. You're just on the porch. You're just doing something. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's areas here in uh, in Chicago, like especially in Chicago downtown, that can definitely seem similar to that. But you're like, yeah. but over there, that's everywhere. That's like that's all of New York. So, and, and it's, it's, it's it's nice to be spaced out here, and it so is. that's what I really like to be like at least a little bit spaced out. Yeah. Even though sometimes I feel like it's not even enough. Uh, and that's why I look at California and I'm like, oh, it must be nice for them. Cause they, they are very spaced out over there. Yeah. Like, Their legs are very spaced out. I mean, sometimes they can be only for you though. Sounds you legit. I'm okay. okay with that. Or better be. For sure. I want more more that. All right. So how do you guys feel about this podcast? Like where you guys, um, where you guys think this will go? In terms of the future and like, what do you guys expect from it? Uh, personally, me, I have no idea. I never actually got to that thought. We're gonna get rich, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get rich, bitch. <laughs> Man, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, definitely is one way to look at it. I'm just um, we're just focusing on developing like better audio and you know, eventually getting on. Uh, other platforms and uh, you know treating this like a like a hobby like this podcast is gonna be my baby type shit and like it's 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 a journey definitely with all like the technical difficulties and all the things that will come up in the future and uh, you know just like just like any other um, group trio duo you know like there definitely will be creative differences or like little uh, stuck points there that that will come in the future yeah but I feel like it won't be an issue and I just I just hope that um, I just hope something does come up from it yeah. you know whether it's like 
a hundred thousand followers or like a million like you know at the end of the day i really don't care how many followers we get all the followers that we do get just know that you know we're doing something right yeah yeah exactly yeah that's the way I look at it. I don't really have a goal for this podcast, you know. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, you know, my words count so little for what actions do. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a man who that just likes to talk and say, I'm going to do this, going to happen. Just, I don't keep that mentality. I just don't. So, you know, whatever happens, just know, like, if something's good happening, we're doing something good. If something's not really kicking it, then what are we doing wrong? Yeah. And you know, we go from there and see it's just like, you know, oh, how is it that we can improve ourselves and to become better, you know, co-hosts of a podcast, you know, especially us just starting off one. Mm-hmm. You know, we've never done this before. This is our first time doing it. How about you? Like, how, like what, what do you expect from this, uh, this podcast, then? Or, like, what, what do you think it'll go? Um, I don't know exactly. Hopefully, places. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're passing a board right now. Yeah, we lost our weed. Yeah, <coughs> can't find it. But yeah, so, we ended up losing some weed, so. Yeah, it's really, it sucks. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I hope the same thing not. doesn't happen to you. Yeah, don't lose your weed like like us. Don't Please be like don't. us. Yeah, don't be don't be fuck ups. But you are fuck up. We're all fuck ups. It's inevitable. I just <laughs> fucked up and got Scooby Snacks. Scooby Snacks, son. Talking about Scooby Snacks, I want some edibles, man. How cool would it be if we did a podcast on edibles? It would be really cool, to be honest. It'd be like, really fucking I, like, what the fuck are we? When it comes about? to like drinking and smoking, like I definitely want to allow that here in the podcast, like. For sure. Simone, hell yeah, you know. I like talking in general about anything. Yeah. Because it's real nice to like sit down, smoke a joint, yeah, yeah. like have a drink with people. Yeah. So. Damn, bro, what the fuck happened to our weed, man? Yeah, I don't know what happened to that shit, but fuck it. It is what it is now. Kid, I feel like you. Dude, my cat's fucking. On some shit today. On some shit every day. But so, like, in terms of the, also with this podcast, that like, we will have guests in the future, and we have decided that our first guest will be a close friend of mine and Daniel's, which his name is Xavier. Well, we we just call him X, but he's like a long time Chicago bike messenger, and um, all of us are have been cyclist for probably since we were all teenagers yeah I think we're all yeah. That. quite a while yeah we're amateurs yeah well yeah we're definitely amateurs for sure but um but it's something that we love like uh the fixed gear community is strong oh yeah and especially in the city of chicago or the city of new york and um so yeah it'd be really interesting to sit down and talk with with uh with xavier uh next monday or next podcast um, don't know if both Daniel and Edwin will be here together. Probably just be one or the other. Mm-hmm. But either way, it'll be a good podcast. So in the future, I do hope to get a lot of people on here, like people in the medical field, uh, a, some past a pastor, uh, people in finance, MMA fighters, barbers, ex-marines. Like, <coughs> we hope to rotate this podcast like. <coughs> 
a in a bunch of different conversations and topics and not just stick to shooting the shit all the time or, mm-hmm. or being stuck on on uh, trying to like figure out a topic and um, I just hope that that we don't we don't fucking bore people pretty much yeah I don't, I, I don't think I'm boring I don't think it, any of you guys are boring God I don't want to kill myself listening to you God I know you do man I mean I want to kill myself already daily so like your voice doesn't help but whatever I feel like my voice definitely didn't help at work I mean fuck I'd rather listen to like Cuddy humming or something right now Cuddy humming was actually tight as fuck yeah I'd, ra- I'd rather eat the same trimmer you fucking fast. Oh, I don't know, man. We just, we just <laughs> had some tacos. Right. Yeah. You were just talking about how you wanted to eat. Are you hungry again? I just want to be in my bed. Talk cut it up in your Mexican blanket? Y- yeah, I just yeah. want to go lay down and watch and then, my show. The Mexican tigre blanket. I just want to yeah, watch my <laughs> blanket. That's just know. the best. Hell yeah, dude. I wish I had one. All I got is that red blanket. Uh, ass. <laughs> fucking ass. I hate it. Nothing competitive on what's that thing. At the swap meet? Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like Swap-a-rama. that. Swaparama. Swaparama, man. If you guys don't know what the fuck Swaparama is, I saw Ashton and some other shit. Oh. Someone, someone here in Chicago is awesome. What? Have you been to Swaparama? I don't know. What oh, man. It's just like a big flea market. It's on Ashton and some other street. It's a what? Sucks. It's a flea market. Okay. It's a it's like a big ass swampy. It's uh it's pretty cool. I used to go there as a kid. I can ask my dad about it for sure. Like, he'll definitely know where it is. But it's an awesome place. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I used to go there as a kid and go get a bunch of shit. A bunch of Game Boy games. Nice. All the dumb shit that our fucking nineties kids get some or not. You see over there in New York we have streets for that. Oh really? You guys have like street markets and shit? Not street markets, but I mean just like you know, it's just somebody. commercial, you know, just a bunch of negocios out there. <laughs> Yo, you're fucking on some. <laughs> just go rob somebody you see walking like, down the street. Like over there where I, where I grew up in Bushwick, I was always around for you see him as Sakaye Graham Graham Avenue. Yeah. That was known as uh the Puerto Rican Street. Why? It was that's a Puerto Rican neighborhood, you know, community. There was a lot of Latinos there too, and there are some uh, black folks as well there. You know, there's like uh, there's some project buildings that were right behind it, and there were several project buildings with mm-hmm. several apartment units, and you know, and so like that that also populated the uh, the community. Uh, there was also um, a lot of houses, apartments, and everything. And, um, yeah, so there was a, there'd be a lot of stores. There'd definitely be a lot of stores, bodegas, gasoline stations, restaurants, uh, anything that you can find. And where I, where I grew up, there was like a bunch of stores, like clothing stores, there was like, uh, glasses stores. They, they, they also sold a bunch of clothes around there, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing over here that you can definitely yeah. find that, like, especially in my neighborhood, like, I found that everywhere. I have black stores, key makers, I fucking convenience stores that kind of like, like sell similar to bodegas. And it's like all on one strip. Yeah. All on one strip. Yeah, no, same here. You can definitely find that. It's, a, it's all, it's all here. And it's like, it just, it doesn't look the same, but it's definitely set up all the same. In terms of like stores and whatnot, for yeah, sure. Yeah, more. I I noticed that around by like, I want to say, but like 18th Street, 
You know, what go, going down to like little little village and yeah, whatnot? Like around Pilsen, yeah, like Pilsen and little village, yeah. Fuck that. I know, fuck that shit, right? Like I stay, I stay away from little village and like Pilsen. Like Pilsen is now split up into two two different parts. Like one side gentrified and the other side still the same. Really? Yeah, it is. It's it's really weird now. It's so divided, but like and like that gentrified part and that part that's not, they definitely clash all the time. And um, I just don't. I think that's so bad for the community that they clash all the time, and it. I feel like more violence just occurs that way mm. by mixing two two different people together. So what did you what did you draw over here, Danny? You got keep dreaming. Bunch of random shit. She got even Loki. The world is yours. That used to be my tag name, Loki. L O K I. The just because, like, I'm always joking and shit, so my friends started calling me Loki, like the trickster. Thor's yeah. brother, Loki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where that came from. Um, I don't know. I was just drawing a whole bunch of random stuff. They were, I, I, haven't, sort of I haven't tagged anything in so long, so it's pretty whack, but... How was it for you to, like, grow up here in Chicago and, like, and, like how did, like, tagging become a part of your life? Um, a lot of my friends, as I grew up, were tagging. One of my friends used to tag under the name Neckface. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I fuck with that. And then, um, some of my other friends used to tag with, uh, CMK crew, Chicago's yeah. most known. I remember, uh, yeah. CMK. Wait, CMK, Chicago. CMK. Yeah. Chicago's most known? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, what I'm talking about, like, 10 years ago. But, I don't know, my friends got me, well, my mom drew... And my sister draws, and I draw. So that's how I got into it, just because I don't know. You said your mom used to draw? Yeah. Yeah, my mom's actually really, really good at drawing. Nice. Like, really good at drawing. That's what I'm talking about. She does, like, portraits for people. Oh, wow. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Damn, how old old is your mother? How old? Mm -hmm. Um... 93. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. She just turned, I think, like, 53 or 52. 52. Word, word. Yeah, it's sad. It's, I don't know her actual age. <laughs> it's cool. Like, um, yeah, I thought my mom was, like, turning 44 this year, but she was, like, turning 43. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm turning 61. Right. You don't know shit about me. <laughs> Kidding. And then I, I forgot about my I forgot about both my mom and my dad's birthday this year and like, I felt really bad. I took that smear and I turned it into Oh really? I yeah, thought that was that gray I, smear. Yeah, okay, word. So it says V loan. Yeah. I actually like V loan Me too. Me too. I remember just seeing them. I would tag under that name if I didn't feel like there would be some copyright issues. Oh, yeah, that would probably absolutely work. Fuck Bari. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally just kidding. Bari, if you ever hear this, I fuck with ASAP. I'm I'm forever looking for your Jordan 1, for your uh, Air Force 1 V Loan collab. Oh Shout out if you ever want to send that over. You know. <laughs> Bari, oh, thank man. you. ASAP. Thank Always you, Bari. Always prosper. <laughs> no, I'm a size 13. <laughs> I'm a size 13. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I wouldn't know what I would really want to get sponsored by if I would ever get sponsored. Or anything know. sent to me by like a company. Yeah. You know what I really like? Like one of my friends is sponsored for riding. He's a cyclist. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Oh, no one I told you about. He rides for uh, Velos. Yeah. For Team Velos. Nice. That's really cool. He's got like three bikes. He's got really nice ones. He's got a Chanel. He's got an Ingrid, and then he's got a Planet X. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. I wish I had those. Those three together are worth like five thousand. Probably should. I mean, yeah. I I, I kind of not really that much of a fan of Ingrias to That's be honest cool. with you, like. Because like at least not the angry air pressure like the, I honestly the, didn't ask you but it's okay I know you didn't We're on but a podcast you, you, so I'll let you, you speak you know I don't give a fuck I'll let you speak but um <laughs> <laughs> like let me wrong the angry air pressure is like a really nice looking bike but angry also makes a lot of other bikes that people don't know about like what they also make like a cross cycle bike they also make like this this really cool like. Almost like a mini fixed gear bike that looks like you can do so many tricks on. It looks like a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, and uh, um, there's another company that makes a mini fixed gear like that, and it's called a uh, Livery Design Group, and it's a pretty ODG. It's a cool ass company. Okay. Like I've always wanted to ride one of their bikes, and they make this other bike that's like it looks like a regular frame except for like the 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 bottom tube is like curved out, so that way you can do like bar spins mm-hmm. without having to have that special fork. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. Special fork. Special fork. <laughs> Throws up genie. <laughs> oh man. Oh no. Man. Yo, I seen you got the Foxtrot beanie today. Oh god, yeah. That's just tied up with it. Used to be a courier for Foxtrot. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to be a recorder for Fox Shop, but then I found out that they lowered their pay, and I was like, ooh, yeah. never mind. I w- saw that on Facebook. Yeah. No, I saw a very <laughs> hot picture of an old president's daughter. Oh, well then. <laughs> um, Sasha Obama. Yeah, oh, dude. dude. So, like, she came out with, she's, like, hot. Wow. Yeah, like, wow. So, like, Sasha people are coming Obama. at her saying she's a slut and all this one. It looks like she's just wearing, like, a bikini. I really don't care if she's a slut. Sasha Obama. She's gorgeous. I would slide in your DMs. She's gorgeous. If Sasha Obama slid my DMs, I'm excited. She can shoot her shot. She'd score. Right. Shout out who, Sasha Obama. For all the single. people who have heard me say that I don't like Obama. I love Obama. And now, now I, I, I love Obama. I love Sasha. Alright guys, I'm Danny. And I'm Oscar. And I'm Edwin. And we'll see you next Monday. See you guys. See you guys.